0: Imagine reading an advertisement or a blog post, or even listening to a podcast that only covered the basics of who, what, where, when, why, and how. I've seen flyers for events that cover just these core elements. And while just including these ideas allows you to make your point quickly, if you are truly trying to engage someone and move them to take action, your messaging is probably falling flat. Think about how you tell your friends or family about a memorable event. You want to draw them in and hold their attention. Creating engagement in your marketing efforts is the same thing. Add details to your messages, ones that leave them curious and wanting to know more about you and your business, and most importantly, how you can serve them. Let's talk more about creating engagement in your marketing. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to the Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. Welcome back to the Encore presentation of the Marketing to Educate, Engage, and Empower series. Engaging our audience in a conversation is a key element in the success of any marketing tactic. I hope you'll find the advice offered in this episode helpful. And don't forget to download the companion worksheets to help you write your own messages that educate, engage, and empower your audience. You'll find a link to those on the show notes page of my website, www. AustinMarketing.com. This four-part program originally ran in May of 2020, so remember, you'll hear references to the original episode numbers occasionally. What does it mean to engage? Over the last two episodes, I've talked about using educate, engage, and empower as checkpoints for your marketing strategies. Does it educate? Are you covering all the bases of who, what, where, when, why, and how? Does it engage? Are you drawing people in with the messages you are sharing? And does it empower? Are you motivating them to take action? That is a very high-level view of Educate, Engage, and Empower. This week, I'm going to focus in specifically on Engage. What does it mean, and how can you use it as a means to double-check your tactics while creating clarity, consistency, and confidence in your strategies? Typically, when you think of engagement in marketing, it refers to numbers such as likes, shares, views, downloads, comments. I agree, that is part of it, but I believe there's more to it. If you listened to episode 44 on bringing an educational perspective to your marketing, you know I described education as the core or the foundation of your messaging. Those key pieces of information that without them, the message wouldn't mean anything. Your audience wouldn't know what you are offering, why you are doing it, where to go, when it was useful or when the event was happening, or how to use your services. If you strip all of that out, they're lost. And if you stopped at just those educational components and kept it all very straightforward and matter of fact, they probably wouldn't take action. There is nothing luring them into the message. Nothing piquing their interest or allowing them to see themselves using your product or service. Nothing that allows them to see themselves in the story you are telling. It would be flat- and boring. Engaging your audience is about motivating. It is enticing. It is encouraging them to take action. You are bringing in the embellishments and details that create depth. I do a lot of line drawing. The style is called Zentangling. If you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you've been seeing a lot of that lately. If I just did the simple line drawing, The art is flat and two-dimensional. When I add the shading, the embellishments, it creates depth to the image. It creates movement, and in some cases, if I've done it well, it gives a three-dimensional appearance. The same is true for the details that you are adding to your story. And to know what details to add, you need to know your audience in a meaningful way. What motivates them? What is happening when they need your product or service? How can you create a story of your product and service that puts your ideal target audience into the center with your product or service solving the challenges that they face? Engagement is about painting that picture and setting the scene. Donald Miller's story brand framework offers a number of ideas for creating an engaging story or message. One is to know your audience's problems, not only at that surface level or the external problem that they are facing, but the internal and philosophical problems that accompany the obvious external challenges. Drawing on a healthcare example, you go to the doctor because you're feeling ill. That is the external problem. It's obvious. But the real reason that you are going to the doctor is a desire to feel better. And the philosophical problem being solved is that we should all feel good and not be sick. Another piece of the story brand framework that offers engagement points is building empathy within your messages. Collectively, we all relate to an individual business or brand when we feel that they truly understand what we are going through or dealing with. Delivering the message or tactic without an element of empathy will be viewed as cold or disingenuous. Again, going back to that healthcare example, when you think about the ads that you see for healthcare providers, there is almost always a scene in the video that shows a nurse or a physician offering some sort of caring gesture to the patient. Would you be persuaded to see a healthcare provider who was cold and indifferent to you as a patient? Now, I'm sure there are a number of people that are saying, but that's the exact experience I have every time I go. And you're rolling your eyes. I understand completely, but I think unless you're dealing with a surgeon, and I'm sorry to the surgeons that I know, somewhere along the lines you have encountered a compassionate act or gesture that has made you feel comfortable and confident in your decision to seek care with them. Another way to view engagement when building your tactics is thinking about whether or not you are encouraging them to find out more about you. You are positioning yourself as an expert guide and engaging them to take the next step they need to take in their customer journey towards working with you or buying your product. This may be asking friends or colleagues about your services, checking out your website or your Facebook page. Maybe they're lurking in the background, just not quite ready to voice their interest yet, but doing some fact-finding about you. You want to encourage this and make sure that they know how to do that. This action moves them closer to taking the step you want them to take, which is to do business with you. The two are very closely aligned and in some cases may become one and the same. Now let's circle back to that widely accepted definition of engagement. Comments, likes, shares, opens, downloads, video views. Know what you hope to achieve and have defined goals. Start with the end in mind. I mentioned this in the last episode about education in your marketing tactics. I'm saying it now. I'm positive that when I talk about empowerment, I will say this again. Start with the end in mind. What are you trying to achieve in your engagement efforts? Are you trying to create traffic to your website, are you wanting to build your email list, sell a service, create awareness, have people attend an event, like or share your posts, watch a video. The list could go on and on but really know what it is you want your target audience to do and what the interim step is as well. You want to be prepared for both. In the StoryBrand framework, that interim step is called a transitional call to action. It is the action they take when they are interested but not yet ready to buy. You've created curiosity. I think of this as creating an engaging conversation. There is some level of back and forth between you and your audience. You just may not be actively involved in that conversation yet. You're spreading the breadcrumbs, or the path, for them to take on their journey of doing business with you. Some examples of those transitional call to actions might be testimonials, case studies, downloadable worksheets, blog posts, podcasts. These things will help them find the answers to the questions they have about working with you when they aren't quite ready to start a dialogue with you. When we talked about educating your audience, I encourage you to create a chart. One that had the who, what, where, why, when, and how with two columns behind those. One for the core elements of your message and the second for the behind the scenes details such as where are you placing your messages, who is the intended target audience, why are you doing it, those types of things. Now I'd like you to add to that chart. Add columns for each of the types of problems, external, internal, and philosophical. In addition, add rows for empathy, experience, and the transitional calls to action you will be including in the messages. And then create a space for the goals and the things that you want to track. The likes, shares, downloads, views, comments, those things that help move them along the path towards the bigger goal of solidifying a relationship with you. To make it easier for you, I'll put together a worksheet that you can download that has the steps to bring education, engagement, and empowerment to your marketing. You can find this on the show notes for this episode as well as the previous episode. During the next episode of The Pursuit of Purpose, I'll talk about the last step, empowerment. The ultimate goal is for your audience to feel empowered and confident in the decision they make as a result of your messaging. You want that decision to be to work with you. But I also believe there is value in them confidently making the decision to not work with you. This may seem counterintuitive, but I'm confident you will understand why after I share my thoughts. In conclusion of this, I want you to realize that not only am I bringing together the ideas of education, engagement, and empowerment, You've also heard me say multiple times throughout all of these episodes that have been part of this discussion, clarity, consistency, and confidence. When you do these steps to define what the education is, to define what your empowerment steps are, and to define what your engagement steps are, you are going to create clarity, because you are going to be super clear on the messaging that you're putting out in front of people and what it is that you're talking about, who you're speaking to, why you're doing it. You are going to be clear on the story that you're telling, how you are engaging them in conversation. Those embellishments to your story are going to be clear to you, and you're going to have clarity in the way that you empower them to take action. You're going to consistently share each of those things, in all of your messaging. And you're going to be confident that you're doing it in a way that is supportive of your brand and supportive of your audience. So key words, educate, engage, empower, clarity, consistency, and confidence. Remember those, they will serve you well. Hey, it's Amy. Does this episode have you wondering if you know your brand as well as you could? Maybe you're thinking, how can I have more clarity around my business purpose and its mission, vision, and values? Or what drives my brand personality and how does that impact my business? First, I want you to know you are not alone. I see this a lot. It is easy to jump headfirst into developing marketing tactics thinking you can just figure out the rest as you go. But there comes a time when you need to hit that pause button and get really clear on what your brand stands for and how you make your target audience the central character in your brand story. If you're thinking, this sounds so familiar, then you and I should have a chat about clearly defining your brand and story. Just head over to amyaustinmarketing.com and send me a note. I hope to speak with you soon. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.